Geek Shock. Dude, dude, there are some women who prefer the mom jeans. Absolutely. Because the low cuts are just muffin top disasters. Okay, I, I agree with that, <laughs> but, but just watch any 80s sitcom and it's like, oh. What? What? What's, what? what? You the mom jeans is go, weird looking, that's all. Didn't you go through pu- puberty in the 80s? Yes. Then <laughs> that should just get your rocks off. Yeah. You should be sitting there. <laughs> man, it's, oh. it's, it's acid watching bell bottoms for you, man. <laughs> oh, God, the acid what you, wash. You, dude, for you, for you, it's, it's, it's a it's fur. fur. <laughs> do, do you remember it's this? It's woolly mammoth fur and saber-toothed tiger. What say you, clown. fuzzy? What say you, fuzzy? Bridges. <laughs> do you remember the stonewash jeans? I do. I got one of those one time, and there were literal rocks in uh, the pockets. In the pockets, yep. yeah. I, it yeah. took forever to get them all out. I oh, heard wow. that they did that deliberately. Did they? Uh, that that that's that they're in there. So that, okay, that would make sense because I definitely had the stonewash yeah, jeans with yeah. stones in them. I love the stonewash look. I was heartbroken when that was. It was gone. one of the very first because, like, most of the clothes we got when I was a kid, we got from like Salvation Army. It was like one of the first pair of like brand new jeans I'd ever bought. And uh, I remember because they were like on sale or something. I remember trying them on. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. And they got home and I'm like, put my hand in my pocket. And I'm like, what the hell is this? It's like one of the little lava rocks. And then all of a sudden there's another one and another one. And yeah. it's like, where these, are these all coming from? These are the new jeans though, not the... Yes, the, the brand, brand new stonewashed jeans. Because you reach in your pocket from Salvation Army jeans and find something I, that you, you don't know what? You're going <laughs> to... Salvation Army jeans were washed multiple times before we were allowed to wear them. I mom, bought. Mom had a whole <laughs> process for that. I swear to you. I'll I, go pick up clothes from them, but you ain't putting them on yet. <laughs> I swear to you, I bought a uh, a gun belt. I got it was a, it was a like a uh, it was for a twenty two. I know gun toting liberal ain't. Yeah. For, for cosplay stuff, but there's like, oh, no, gun belt. Don't, don't ruin no, no, it. No, don't he, ruin with, it. With the assault rifle fifteen, right? That's what he's got. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I brought it up the counter. Well, and I, I brought it up the counter. And I'm like, wait a minute, and I like pulled it out and there's like there's actually four or five bullets still oh, in wow. it. Oh wow. <laughs> they they took them from me. I was like, <laughs> I'm glad oh, they did. We can't sell these. I'm like, yeah, that's good. I, I was gonna say mm. I get my bullets well, from Salvation they, Army. They made it all the way to the toy department though. <laughs> 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 oh, well, okay, no. listen, you need a gun to actually fire those bullets. So a bullet on its own, what do you need to throw it? Come on. You know, kids have hammers. Yes. Dude, I mean, yeah. It, Matt, you're underestimating the, the ingenuity of stupid children. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's true. And Andy finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> he slips and falls. Yeah, and he does a perfect shoulder roll, but comes up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And are, you trying to shot. S- are you trying to say with all of his dumb luck, Andy is Ian Malcolm? From Jurassic Park, I, uh, that is correct. Yeah. Yes, he, he is. He is entropy on. No. on yeah, feet. no, he is what Ian Malcolm is talking about. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> what chaos theory. <laughs> now wait, <laughs> Ian Malcolm did die in the first movie, and suddenly showed up in the, the second or third movie, right? He did not no, die. no, he didn't die. They no. found him in the no. um, in the debris from no. the. Uh, what the, are you thinking? He's a, the the lawyer and the rooms. shitter. No, actually, he dies in the book. Now I think of it. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's what you it's, get for reading the book. <laughs> I it's been so long since I've read the book. Oh god. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. Welcome to Geek Shock number 496. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. Now we will be having our Spider-Man Far From Home spoiler discussion at the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh but but Still haven't seen it. <laughs> you still have not seen it? No. Gonna... I thought you... All right. Matt's a no. DC guy. Yeah, that's true. So if you want to excuse yourself or you can join no, in on I the discussion, care. it's up to you care. at the end. Oh, we... I'll throw all my own spoilers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You'll make up spoilers? That's good. That should be fun. Uh, we, you... we will give uh, full warning before we start spoiling it. So <clears throat> if you have not seen it, be rest assured uh, you are in safe hands with us. We'll give everyone their own personal Peter Tingle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Please stop calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Uh, I uh, I got a couple times to play games this week. It was an unusual week. I got to play a couple times. I uh, I had a hat trick over at the Celestian Robs. I beat. Uh, I won in DC deck building. Damn. Catan. Oh. And ticket to ride. Wow. And I the, never win in uh, Catan. That's the classics. Yeah. Well, that that's because you weren't playing with us, sabotage Andy at all costs. <laughs> group. Oh yeah, let's let's take it to ride. Yeah. Mm, okay, I was thinking of Catan. No, no. You, oh oh my god. Catan? Oh my god. <laughs> you, you were you were you were a little busy laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're he, he heard he heard hat trick and all the blood rush was growing. <laughs> he couldn't think anymore. Yeah, where they oh. build the roads right through the middle, or like Lewis, you build around the desert piece, and yeah. somehow come yeah. in second or third. What was it? I know he it, somehow I, I made he, it work. It was like a desert piece. Oh yeah, he's he around the fucking desert in the middle, and and he's like surrounded by elevens and shit like that. And somehow and he's he made it still work. racking in resources like crazy. He sold like crazy, and he came in second. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Crazy, wow. and it just you gotta love. Paulette, because she always tries to build a road splitting the island in half. Yes. There's yes. always a coast-to-coast road yeah. just going right it's across the annoying. island. fucking <laughs> annoying. <laughs> and I persecuted Andy so much that even when I make a move that has nothing to do with him, he'll be all like, fuck you. <laughs> Eat my fuck. And I'm like, what? I just, I'm looking for the, I know what you're doing <laughs> what i think we have the root of the the k and andy fighting when it comes to board games and uh things like that yeah Catan. No, it's just become it's tradition at this point yeah oh, <laughs> and then okay. i was uh playing more games across the street uh the other day and uh with cordova and a bunch of people that weren't k um and That's true uh, they're like, hey, you stay home. I'm just going to be across the street. Yeah, if I'd invite him, <laughs> oh. I invite him every goddamn time. You just had to open that, didn't you, man? Yeah. So um, <laughs> couldn't pick up on where Andy was going subtly. Just hammer that home. Listen, I scissor kicked that door right open. Okay? <laughs> so it was mostly character artists, and a uh, younger character artist came over. Because I'm not a character artist, and I wasn't there, so it sure. was mostly caricature yeah. artists. Did you, did you, like... Did you guys do drawing? Like, make sure Kay's not in. <laughs> we did not play the drawing game this time. Well, we have played drawing games there before. <laughs> would, uh, okay, I'm just pushing. I will through. go if you guys do picked Pictionary. Uh, we didn't do Pictionary. We did something similar though. We did the one that's more sort of like telephone and drawing. It's weird. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. That actually, that actually does sound hilarious. All right. Telephone and drawing. So the game telephone, where yes. one thing passes from one person to another, and by right. the end, someone has to draw so you, it. So you write down a word. 
I mean, they, there's cards, and everyone's writing, starting with the same word, and everyone draws that, and then they hand it off to the next person. Or no, everyone's a different number word because it wouldn't work otherwise. So you, you, you. Okay. Draw this, draw. Yeah, yeah. So you draw it and you hand it over to the next person and then they write down the word they think it is and then they hand it to somebody else and they draw what that word is and it goes around like that. Oh, that yeah. could be fat. You know what also? Have you, you must have heard of, there's one where you have teams, like you and I are a team, and I get a word, an object, and I have to close my eyes and draw the object, and you have to try to guess what it is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I forget what the name of that is, but it's- Sounds fun. Damon, Alan Shaw. That's a weird Remember name for a game. Remember Damon? Oh. Man, he's starting early. He's uh, bringing, he's, some might say he's bringing the funny. <laughs> Damon <laughs> Alan Shaw, he was actually really good at guessing. Really? You could get horse, and you could like start on one leg, and he's like, horse! You're like, oh, okay, yeah. good. Right. I win. <laughs> but uh, that's, I, I don't even know the name. Anyway. So anyways. There's a, there's a similar game to that called Googly Eyes, but it's for kids. But it it uh, mimics like you're drunk. So you, you wear these goggles and you oh, put them in the yeah, lens. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, googly Eyes. You. I think Lewis and Stephanie yeah. brought it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we played anyway. some, uh, uh, is Geek Out? Geek Out's the one, right? Geek the, Out's great. Yeah. Geek Out. So we played that, and uh, I had the younger character artist with me, and her friend she'd brought, <coughs> and the younger character artist had played it before. She said, I'm useless in this game, and she wasn't great, but she had a couple answers, but you know, she, you know. A good on her word. No, she just <laughs> didn't have the, the nerd confidence the rest of the room had, but her friend was like on it. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle, I, I told I told the story about... Uh, so earlier in the evening, I told the story about uh, Voha. So I talked about the warrior Duncan, and uh, so wow. that, that what a uh, what a story. Yeah, I've told it so many times. I'm not telling it again. I know. Just so, anyways, at some point, him. I, I said something about the podcast. And she goes, "You're on a podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm on a podcast. I'm on, I'm on Geek Shock." She goes, "Oh, I've got a oh, friend God. who's on a Paul podcast." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I do. I do improv with him." Like, oh. And she's a friend of Paul's. Her, of name, her name of is Mary. She's actually in part of a troupe that performs Saturdays over at uh, oh, Sci-Fi. And she's she's very funny and uh, very sharp. You should have known as soon as she said improv that it was Paul. I did. Because like, Paul is friends with every improv artist in this there city. It is. I mean, it's it's funny how he often knows them all. I've had that same kind of conversation with somebody. Like, oh, I have a friend that does improv, too. It was like... It's like, oh yeah, my teacher. Uh, he talked about it's, like, it's Paul Mattingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's when, it's so, the way it goes. So when she said it's Paul, I'm like, oh, that anecdote I told before that was Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. When they when when they move into town within a week in the middle of the night, Paul, Paul appears in. <laughs> in their bedroom and he's just like, there's a branding ceremony. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he's like, welcome. Welcome. And he's like, listen to this yeah. YouTube it, of the train. It's really weird too, because it's now, all improv, but it's yeah. it's a ritual. Sure. Now give me the name of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I thought wow. it was working again. I could just see waking up as leaning over and going, Occupation. <laughs> a location. Give me a place where they might be doing this. A location no bigger than this bedroom. Give me a style of movie. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight surprise improv. <laughs> oh God! Wake up! You're on. Huh? What? <laughs> uh, yeah. That was that was that was our improv on sa- Sunday. 
just the uh, <laughs> what, what was I, I was lying in bed and i'm like oh, should i get up or not and i hear this kirsten the water heater is leaking and i'm like yeah i guess i gotta get up and uh threw on some shorts and andy is just bounding back and forth out of the the garage I, i'd have been up a while and I, he was just heading out the door when he noticed the telltale stream of water coming out from under the garage door. I don't know why he had the sprinklers on in the garage. Yeah. Why would I do that? And Andy, Andy deductified, why would he do that? So he checked out the garage, and Andy's like, oh, it's not no, the sprinklers. No, like this. Not the sprinklers. Kit, are you running the hose? Yeah. <laughs> Kit's just pressed up against the garage, taking a very a long, long pee. All right, this isn't the couch. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, the uh, and apparently my parents actually replaced the water heater that came with this house before I moved in in 2001. So this uh, this water heater has actually done very well. What are you looking at? I don't know. I'm looking at what Todd is looking at. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, looking at the ceiling somehow. I've been told because of how hard our water is yeah. out here in Vegas that you're lucky if you get 10 to 15 years yes, out of water. Yes, no, a, a lot of people have already said 20 years, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. This is a weird and dangerous one too because this was like coming out of the top of the uh, Yeah. Oh, there's oh, like a yeah. center not, not there's the like pressure a relief valve? No, it's oh. like a center uh, vent or something. It's right under the flue, uh -huh. and water is just. Oh wow! That's the same thing happened to our water heater. Yeah. So I so we had to shut it down, turn off the gas, and uh, I open up the drain. I the drain conveniently has a, a an adapter so you can connect a garden hose. Yep. Mm -hmm. Connect Most the garden hose. Yeah. Yes. Andy runs it down the street. It's draining away. Four hours later, I'm hearing trickle, 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 and I'm like. How how much how long does it take to drain this fucker? And so oh, no. I Christ look around and I'm like, oh wait, uh, mm, I bet you I have to bet you we should turn off the water. Yes, oh yeah. my god! Oh, so I, we turned it off. We turned it off already. So I turned it. The water was the the the, the crank was really really tough. So I'm like, so, so wait, I was up there trying to turn off before I left. Did you yeah. never got it turned off? I thought you went up there with the wrench and turned it off. Well, apparently, it. Wrench is right here. <clears throat> no, no, no. I, oh. I vice gripped it, mm -hmm. but I was afraid of breaking it, mm -hmm. and it was hand tight. Couldn't get it any more closed. It okay. was sitting there gently. Trailing. Okay, we did close it. You tried to close it. We tried to close okay, it. So, but I it was like just, you forgot to. You it was just, just like enough. it was oh, okay. still trickling. The valve would not close all the way. Oh, oh no. okay, like, motherfucker. So I'm like, all right, I'll disconnect it. Fuck you. And I disconnect it, <clears throat> and it's trickling. And I'm like, what the hell do I do? And then I notice, huh? This has an adapter on the end of the... So I went into the hose, and I went to the other end of the hose, which is where you would, like, screw on your, your nozzle and stuff, and I took that end, and, I, and it fit perfectly. So then I disconnected the hose from the, the, the drain valve and put that in the street, and now I have water, very, very, very little water trickling out into the street, and the damn thing finally stopped draining. Oh, wow. But I also disconnected the, uh, the heat feed the the hot water feed and the gas you turn the gas off and we first. turned the gas off and the hot water feed periodically will dribble out water it did it again today um so we don't know what that's about wow it's just a pain in the ass no kidding but i gotta call places tomorrow and see about 
getting estimates and then figure out what the fuck to do. Sure. You should <clears throat> also look into doing a tankless hot water heater because yep. here in Vegas, um, but because of how bad the hard water is, they they're saying that that yeah. might be the better they, replacement for those big tank. They are, heaters. but there are problems with tankless. Uh, uh, actually, uh, Doc Scoop Thomas Bailey. Mm-hmm. This is this is his uh, wheelhouse oh, okay. uh, in California, and I was talking to him, um, and he was like, "Okay, tankless." Where is the end point of your water supply? Because if the tankless is not close to that, it needs to be close to the end point. Because otherwise, some areas of the house, it's going to be very long before you get hot water. You have to let the water run a lot. Second, and here's the big one, there's something, and Andy had gotten this warning from a couple friends, there's something about the gas lines. Um, You need a particular size gas line to feed the tankless uh, the requirements are different from normal and it's quite possible i would have to change my gas lines and then he said and also the age of the house he said with the coating that you'll have to go through for the tankless at the age of the house he actually recommended uh probably not going with it because it could ramp ramp up to cost prohibitive okay yeah tankless would definitely cost more and he and actually a lot of people i talked i didn't just talk to him but i wanted his opinion sure uh but other people have said tankless new house do it you will not regret it especially if you get one of the more higher efficiency electric ones but he was like but gas is apparently pretty inefficient for tankless yes and that's that's the other thing uh, so it was, you know, he was so like tanks, but no tanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, actually, no tanks, but tanks. Uh, but um, so, yeah, gonna get a, we'll get a tank, we'll get a fifty gallon. Uh, Thomas actually said in California, because of supply and demand, fifty gallons are actually cheaper on the whole than forty. So huh. road trip. Want me to grab yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, grab one. I'm on going your way back in the morning. Do you want me to bring one back? <laughs> yeah, really. Just tuck it in the back. Actually, you know, Andy I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, knowing California, their codes are stricter. But I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if there was something about those tanks that that Nevada wouldn't accept or something. Because no. there's also coding shit. Apparently, uh, part of the installation. The installer will take care of your coding and making sure everything's up to spec. Oh yeah, but that'll cost. That right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's just like oh. I'm looking at mine missing the earthquake strap. But yeah, yeah, earthquake straps. I didn't have one. Maybe that's I, I have those. Maybe the earthquake set it off. You, you, well, actually, it's not too far away to be a coincidence. But at the same time, that puppy was old. Yeah. That pup. That puppy would look at Andy and be like, "Man." Young and I remember those days. <laughs> you might have just <laughs> those exacerbated kids. the situation. Yeah, exactly. Who masturbated the situation? Oh, That's exactly tremors. what I heard, too. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. The, uh, yeah, the Ridgecrest Tremors. Yeah, yeah. Ridgecrest. That's what I call them, too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to be in the bathroom with my Ridgecrest Tremors. Yeah. Sometimes I just cut short and just say, I got the Tremors. Um, so what other geeky things you do this week? Oh, John? geeky <laughs> things. Um, I started season three of Stranger Things. Ah. That's it. They're, it's really funny because they're starting to pull out more of this, the stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. These are kids. Well, God. I've These heard it. Not all of them. It can't replicate season one. Season one is like the best season so oh, is far. is that what you heard? Yes. Okay. I have yet season season two yeah. or season three. Uh-huh. But you're willing to throw your opinion in. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that is you. correct. <laughs> Listen, wait till Spider Man. Wait till Spider Man. 
<laughs> but they- hot takes for days. Hot takes for days. <laughs> But, uh, Can't wait for them Canadian hot flaps. They're pulling out the '80s nostalgia like crazy, just like crazy. It's 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 insane, and they're they're going up in levels in terms of uh, uh, weird happenings. You know, weird happenings, weirdness. Um, so so yeah, it's 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 cool. It's cool. Okay, and I watched the first couple episodes of Jessica Jones. And, uh, season three, season three, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been kind of waiting because you know that's the last of it. Once sure, you gotta savor this. Gone, you know, you savor it. The final Marvel. See, I still got plenty to go. Yeah, I got a whole you, got Dude, you got plenty of everything to go. Hell, I got defenders. Proper, <laughs> did they give it a proper ending, or did they shoot this before they knew it was the end? We haven't seen the end yet. Uh, no, no, no. no but no. he's asking, did they know? Did they? Know I the think yes. And they're like, oh, fuck. They knew. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if they knew Jessica Jones was in. They probably saw the writing on the wall, though, because enough series had okay. been canceled. I think some had been canceled before they even started yes. shooting. Yes, they had. Yeah, so so they probably had saw the handwriting on the wall. It probably somebody actually wrote on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And Christmas lights. Yeah, Christmas lights. I met my YouTube heroes this weekend. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Plush time wins came to Vegas. At Arcade City, which Where's is that at? That is at the Fashion Show Mall, which is, if you're not familiar with Vegas, there's a big, uh, fancy, brash place called The Win. Yeah. And it's, and it's right across from it. Okay. Yes. The Fashion Show Mall is on the Boulevard, and the Boulevard Mall is on Maryland Parkway. It's so weird, but true. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, they had a meet and greet for two hours scheduled. And I tell you right now, that was a filled meet and greet. There, there were lo- there was a line outside that place going out into the mall to meet. You these found two. your tribe of claw machine weirdos. Yeah, and they're wow. all seven. <laughs> says says Mister Brony. Wait, wait. Were you the yeah, oldest person in the room? Not uh, if you include the parents. <laughs> parents walking up to talk. Let Who's me your rephrase kid? that. Which one is yours? <laughs> were you the oldest direct fan in the room? And that's why Todd can't I go to her school anymore. I don't know because I left and came back when the line got shorter. <laughs> so I can't speak to one way or the other. I'm going to say it's possible. Okay, that's fair. It's that possible. That is funny. That is hilarious. But you know what? Those two, I keep calling them kids. They're in their 20s. But those two kids. They're kids. Are the sweetest, most humble people. that They have not let this, I can't call it fame, go to their heads. This, uh, this weird niche fame with right. seven-year-olds go to their head right yeah but, uh, well you're a fan of ponies uh andy the, why don't you brony, tell us the about... brony over here yeah is, is carving up the claw machine guy like <laughs> what the hell is this shit yeah like yeah. what the hell Throw, is this shit throwing <laughs> shade <laughs> i don't understand everybody's fetishes i don't understand the claw machine fetish but you know it's his fetish so go for it says the brony I, well you you uh. yeah but you're throwing shade still yeah Humorous purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I shot video of claw machines at, my, at the Miami Fair for him. But so, so you're an enabler. Okay, all right. He's a friend, oh. I, and I appreciate it's it. Not Thank my you. scene. Here's your. Not, her- so if if Jeff was, you know, a heroinite, you'd get him some heroin. Like it's a harmless. He's a friend. It's a harmless. Oh, okay. Thing. A harmless heroin. Who's doing heroin? Yeah. You know, I might talk to him about it. Right. So especially with seven year olds, in the Fox yeah, really. News. Yeah. <laughs> so Todd, you watch Andy's videos uh, while the 
ridge crest trimmers? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the video. Mm. There's a wide selection. Oh, he's yeah. got a wide se- wide selection of claw machine videos? <laughs> no, just videos in general. Oh, okay. But the nicest people, and they spent time with everybody. They spent at least five, in some cases, like seven, eight minutes with each person, just talking with them and hearing them out and just interacting. It was so sweet to see. They're so damned innocent. I love them to death. I... I couldn't do that. They're so sweet. I suck at small talk so bad. After 30 seconds, I'm done. I did. I, I, I talked with uh, Angel about IAPA for a little while. Angel? Yeah, that's the dude. Which dude? Of pl- it's plus Angel time and Crystal. They're yeah. the, they're ah, the yeah. two. Angel and Crystal? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like some new age people my mom knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Probably the children. Probably the grandchildren. Might be. be. (laughs) From the commune. We are talking two kids that found a way to make a living broadcasting themselves playing ticket machines. And that's all they do. And that just shows you where the society is. They don't have regular everyday jobs in addition to? No. They don't don't need worse now. So any shade I've thrown is completely pointless. They, They bought a house off of YouTube money. Did they win it with a claw machine? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. Now, are they are they only YouTube uh, revenue generating, or do they have like a Patreon or something? They like don't that have too? any Patreon. They do have some merchandise, so, okay. So shirts and so on. I, I, I did. They have their own plushies. I got really? a, I got an plushies. angel and crystal plushie. You have signed. to have plushies if you're claw machine. Exactly. Related. Yeah. Wow. I was just curious because I was watching a video of somebody that's a. Uh, uh, a YouTuber that you know is fairly fairly well known, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and she was showing how the actual revenue isn't that much from the ad revenue that you get. So unless you have like millions and millions of hits every day, yeah, but they're selling plushies. How come we don't have plushies? That's a good question. I don't know. Who do we talk to about this? Jeff, Todd. What what, what what would our plushies <laughs> be? Well, what would you be? What would be your plushie of us? Like, uh, yeah. For example, she calls Angel Pork Chop, so he is a little pig with his face on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And and she just looks so like her, Andy's, her. Andy's like a caveman. Yeah. Okay. With his sure. face on yeah. it. Yeah. You're an otter, otter clearly, with yeah. your face on it. The given. Okay, so I'm a beaver. I get it. You're, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Jeff is a DeLorean oh, with a face right. on it. Oh, see, I was gonna say I was gonna go opposite the beaver. He's gonna be the dick. He pre. <laughs> Well, there is that. You there is that. Wow. That, in fact, wow. you, Jeff will be the body pillow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeff's plushie. At the $50 Patreon level. <laughs> you know, just because you did that, we should get a body pillow with just a screen print of my face on it. <laughs> See who bites. <laughs> Oh, like who bites? Face. Who, who bites? <laughs> All right, who wants to buy this? <laughs> I see a stuffed animal in Jake's feature. Yeah. <laughs> so K, what, what's K's? Uh oh, plushie. Let's see. Yeah, I got too much going on. I'm not a one-note Sammy. I think it's a pierogi. No, it's a pierogi. <laughs> it's Kit. <laughs> it's Kit's body with no, his face on it. No, I think no, it's, a pierogi. I think it's a smiling battle axe. <laughs> that a works stuffed too. smiling battle axe. Wow. 
I don't understand it, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on the tombstone. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I like it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess I'm belligerent. I mean, it should I'm be a little blue harsh. Too. I don't know. All right. It all goes to, it goes I set to a Conan look. Yeah. Hey, listen. I set a pierogi. Oh, it's a yeah. Conan thing. Oh, it's a D&D Conan, the yeah. whole the whole Magom. My, my half-orc ranger in the... Well, how many times? Scoop time? game just got his battle axe. See? So. Yeah. Well, how many times did you mention I hit it with my axe in the early days? Oh, of the yeah. Back there's, in. There's, it's <laughs> coming back around. The good times. Coming back around. <laughs> good times indeed. Yeah. Yeah, that boy is that pun pendulum swung. No kidding. Uh, we still haven't. We still haven't done Matt. He he wants the beaver. I he wants know. the beaver. Uh, a big brown beaver. An angry. Something. Oh, I know, big brown beaver. I, <laughs> I think it's just a big stuffed red maple leaf. Too easy. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. A, a scowling big stuffed. A, maple. a red, a red maple leaf. Scowling with his face on it. Yes. Scowling beaver. It's an angry beaver. With a with a just stenciled in Fuck you, Andy. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's on the t shirt. Angry beaver with a fuck you Andy t shirt. <laughs> Merchandising. That's right. We got the rights of that, folks. Yeah. No, but it's... send it to us for free so we can mug it. <laughs> it's a scowling stuffed Timbit. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> Why ooh? <laughs> Andy's in- intimidated by Tim Bits. Okay. Or Tim's bit. Or Tim's bits. We used to call them donads. Okay. <laughs> or there were uh, donut holes at uh, yeah, Dunkin' donut Donuts, holes. right? Yeah. We called those donads too. Did you? <laughs> Clever. Any, any round donut. That shape was a that donut. was church school on Sundays. We had the little box of donut holes. Oh, okay. Some the teacher uh, the. the Sunday school class teacher always brought it. That's where I had those from. Let's Donads sugar, at let's Sunday sugar school. Sugar up and give them some Jesus. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. How come the powder and the chocolate and the cinnamon, they're all mixed in together here? Boo. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing no at all. Oh, are you one of those guys that separates the food on a plate very carefully? The corn goes over here. The <laughs> mashed potatoes go <laughs> over here. <laughs> I know I'm like, OCD, Andy. <laughs> I, I used to do that, and then one day, enough corn got in the mashed potatoes That's that true. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is life-changing. <laughs> and then you discovered shepherd's pie? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. No? No, I don't go out much. Haven't you been listening to Andy? <laughs> If he, if Andy hasn't cooked, if Duncan hasn't cooked it, then I haven't had it. <laughs> with, with his, uh, with his cumin and shame. What? <laughs> 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 oh God! Well, uh, uh, I went and saw. Well, actually, Matt and Paulette and I uh-huh. went wow. and saw Jurassic Park uh, yesterday in the theater. Oh, the original throwback. Yes, the original Showing... 1993. Excellent. It Excellent was it was awesome seeing it in the theater again. I totally went back to when I was nineteen and that movie came out, and just wow, it was it's still it's still just as good today. Like this podcast, spared no expense. Spared no expense. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good. Uh, well, I mean, I think they've digitized them all, but I mean, uh, the, the contrast and everything was was brilliant. Because sometimes when you get an older film and they, you know. Rescreen it, it, sure. it especially if they're doing age. it from a reel. Yeah, 
but yeah. uh, I think this was a digitized copy because I mean it looked it looked pristine. There was really nothing to complain about. Now, um, the dollar cinema here in town mm-hmm. has changed hands so many times. Yes, in fact, there used to be two dollar cinemas. Right, there was the one on Pecos, and there was one way out in Boulder, Boulder Highway. Where was that? This uh, this was back in '98. Yeah, it should be about 98, 99 when this was You missed around. it, Andy. I was here. Where was that? Oh. <laughs> I, I just remember it was out that way because every Halloween, they would do a massive film festival of horror movies. Whoa. So that's where I got to see a lot of the classic, you know, Friday the 13th, The Fly, the great on the screen, first time, big time. But the one that was on Boulder City would have this little haunted house that you could go through built. The walls, I mean, we're, we're talking small and cheap. The walls were all made out of plastic trash can liners. Oh, wow. So, not I, great, but I appreciate the thought and the love and the attempt. Sure. But uh, that I really miss those because, one, it was a dollar theater. Two, every night it was a different movie. With, oh, they love did those. Just... Yeah, the, the Chuckies in a row, one after the other. It was fantastic. We don't have that in Vegas. There, maybe it doesn't exist anymore. When I was back east, when I when I lived in Connecticut, Northampton had a movie theater that I think it was a Pleasant Street theater that you'd have to get. This is before the internet. You'd you'd get the sheet. You'd get like a whole sheet that would have the month, and then like every two or three days would be a different movie playing. Yeah, it was like a whole list of you know artsy movies that wouldn't have a long run. So sure, I think uh, a lot of it is. Uh, population density because yeah. there have been a number of attempts to create pure art houses that have just never never even taken off I've read about people who like did uh, exploratory shit you know testing and stuff mm-hmm. and they were just like pure art house just isn't gonna just isn't gonna do it well you kind of need a college town for it to work and unlv is a uh, commuter <laughs> school not yeah. to mention uh even with art houses there's licensing rights for the prints that you're screening so depending uh upon the size of the actual theater like the number of seats that are in the theater you have to pay a certain amount to the distributor I'm sure that exists in uh, L.A. I'm sure Biggs gets oh, those. Sure. I'm sure he has oh, access well, to those. Oh, he, he's constantly going it's off. It's a city of cinemaphiles. Of yeah. L.A. is yeah. amazing. Oh, that, yeah. They've that in Austin. That in Austin. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, I watched uh, um, Fifth Element just on a whim. Just like I turned it on to watch a few minutes of it and, and ended up sitting through the whole thing. The special effects really still hold up on that. It's kind of amazing how yeah. well the special effects hold up on that. That's a movie that never grabbed me. I, really? I've seen it twice, but it just really, yeah. I mean, I'm entertained by it, but I, I, I'm not. Like I'm not. Oldman. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't feel as, as blown away as I see everyone else is with that film. Hmm. I think. I think the Euro aesthetic, depending on uh, Moebius for a lot of the production design, that whole feel, that's what did it for me. It was just so out there and quirky for a science fiction movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the aesthetic, because I do like the aesthetic. I, I think it's the tone. I think the tone just, I don't know if I, when I saw it, I wasn't ready for it and it just never clicked ever since. I really don't know. I, hmm. It's something I just can't put my finger on. Hmm. No. Um, what always gets me every subsequent view of it now is how prescient uh, Chris Tucker's character is. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. That's, that's like um, 
the Barbara Walters ripoff character in Corman's original Death Race in the 70s. Death Race as a whole, just fucking ridiculously prescient in terms of reality TV and celebrity culture and to the point that race car drivers who kill people on the streets once it, once uh, one week out of the year are these incredibly beloved celebrities to the point that some people will actually step in front of the car to be killed by them and it you just look at the world today and you're just like holy shit they they figured this shit out yeah before twitter before social media and it's there it's fucking just insane mm-hmm. it- <laughs> wow yes. yeah matt just <laughs> laid out <laughs> yeah look at matt he's mad as hell not gonna take it anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that one yeah that's a fucking brilliant film angry, too. angry beaver with a t-shirt yep i watched a uh, train to busan i actually oh, just oh yeah you i were... just stumbled into it and i was eh, fuck it I'll, i want to see the opening because the opening you know it it, it kind of it takes a, sl- a little bit of time because it establishes a little bit of character but then it goes into it so i figure i'll watch this and uh the little girl the actress who plays the little girl is so captivating. I was like, I want to. I'm just. I just stayed with it, and I just sat there and watched it for the next couple hours, because she is. She's incredible, and her character is incredible. And it's just. It was actually uh, for me watching it just for her was amazing. Uh, but but what a what a what a conceit that movie was was pretty cool. And remind me what it's about. It's in Korea. And a father and daughter, and you know the usual. I mean, boy, sorry, man. You 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 couldn't get too far away from uh, from Hollywood conventions. Estranged family, and he's reluctantly taking his daughter to Busan, where mom is, and mom wants a divorce, and da 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 da. And that area of town is actually very close to a biotech facility, which is already showing some weird weird signs of stuff there's a there's a scene where uh, a local truck driver after going through decontamination which is routine near this biotech facility runs over an undead deer <laughs> and uh and then he you know he drives off because he like sees the deer it's lying there and he's like ah what a shitty day and he gets in and drives off and then the deer suddenly pops up a very good cgi did you i was impressed yeah. mm-hmm. with the cgi of the deer coming back because it was obviously cgi there was no way they were getting a puppet to do that and that wasn't a real deer but it really looked good and the deer gets up turns its waxy white eyes to the camera then runs off and you're like uh-oh and it's just this slow develop and you had the the in the trailer you had the the iconic scene where the girl as the train is starting to roll out, she just looks out the window and suddenly somebody's like, <laughs> and a zombie grabs it and she's like, huh? And she looks around like, oh. and dad's asleep and she's like, oh. and then she just lets it go. And there's one zombie that gets on the train. So not only is the train going through zombie infestations, but it's got infestations on the train. And so you got relationships and everything. Uh, and pretty pretty gut wrenching. As I said in the, when we when I talked about it, it's wonderful in that it is one of those movies where anybody can die at any moment. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, nobody is safe, and um, and it's an it's it's a kind of 
kind of sort of uh, Schneider's Schneider Snyder's uh, day dawn of the dead dawn, dawn of the dead yeah. take they're very fast the collapse of society is shockingly quick um, uh, but Korea well it's Korea so you know they 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 manage a few things so it's it's actually very funny but there there's there's really there's interesting stuff throughout sweet so I definitely recommend that movie boy it is subtitled you can't, it, you can't just watch it casually you gotta read you gotta read your movie Jeff damn it yeah, <laughs> so can't right. do it. Well, we got Spider Man to get to, so let's get to some news. How about some news you don't give a shit about? Yeah! Real quick shout out news we do give a shit about. Yes. Congratulations, Caress, uh, Carissa, Carissa, da, 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 Dorty, Dorty, Dorty. I hope it's pronounced correctly. <laughs> I I don't know. I've heard so many different pronunciations. Commander K, Yay, mangling little your monkey. name. Since Yay, little, little, little monkey has been born. Teach that kid all the geeky goodness. Teach your geeklers well. Yes. So uh, and 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 raise them small. Keep uh, keep fucking and reproducing monkeys. That's yeah. great. You guys go. What? What, Jeff? What? <laughs> <laughs> Real subtle there, K. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, in vitro can happen, but it's yeah. it's just funner the other way. <laughs> yeah, play Fruit Ninja, multiply. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those don't give a shit about. New Line is looking to make a feature film out of the classic arcade game Space Invaders, where using a spaceship that only traveled horizontally, players had to blast never-ending waves of aliens. But, but, but. New bah, Line's parent bah, company, Warner Brothers, bah, bought the rights bah, to the Taito bah, game years bah, ago. Bah, Akiva Goldsman from Weed Road Pictures is producing, along with Joby Harold and Toby, uh, Toby Tunnel, a uh, Tory Tunnel. <laughs> like, that's better. <laughs> from Safe House Pictures. A report from Deadline reveals that Greg Russo, who just wrote the screenplay for the new Mortal Kombat reboot, has been tapped to write the script and figure out how to turn the game into a coherent story with a three-act structure. Yes, the narrative game Space Invaders lending itself, obviously, to a movie. Well, they yeah. did Battleship, so, you know, <laughs> well, there's that. That. Worked, that worked out great. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you know what? Battle I can't... <laughs> Battleship oh, was sure. about aliens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. really, they're yeah. probably just going to rebrand that movie. <laughs> this is going to be that movie. They'll just, just have Andy Invaders. in the background of all the battleship scenes. Bump, 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 bump. Liam Neeson gets a call. Pew, and is like, pew, pew, pew. I'm I'm starring in what now? <laughs> it's getting to a point where it's not even funny anymore. Where the hell is my Joust movie? I can totally write the. Joust <laughs> I know movie. you're right. It's yeah. like you know, there's if a there's a movie out there that could actually, you know. Have they have have they actually predict? Well, they did the Castlevania Castlevania cartoon, sure, I guess. Mm. But yeah, they're at this point, Andy. I think they're not doing a Joust movie just to spite you. Yeah. Damn, really, <laughs> really. Like, there's a guy that's been wanting one for about a decade. Let's just make sure he never gets it. Well, yeah, I've, I've been wanting one too, and and they tend to like me. Andy, I bought the option ten years ago, and I'm sitting on it you forever. Bastard. Yeah, really. Music to my ears. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what? Blowjobs? He hates no, joust no, and blowjobs. No, no. <laughs> so no, no, he no, he said no to blowjobs again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Blowjobs? No, no. Just no. say no. 
boy oh boy was paulette amused when we told her that she doesn't listen to the podcast so a week later we're like mentioning it to her and she's like what's this and and, and matt's just like ah you're not helping guys <laughs> no no kelsey Grammer is starring in IMDb, that's the Internet Movie Database's first scripted series. What? You're not a monster. Yeah, Yes, he is. The, <laughs> the, the animated show, which also features talent like uh, Eric Stone Street, uh, uh, Ellie Kemper, Patton Oswald, uh, Peter Groats, uh, Joel Kim Booster, Amber Ruffin. Is this doing anything? A- Amy Sedaris. There we go. There, you got the first one that guy could be excited. <laughs> is about monsters going to therapy. Uh, there, Grammer's character and his great-great-grandson, that's played by Stone Street, will help these familiar frights with some even more familiar failings over the course of four- to five-minute episodes. You're Not a Monster will premiere this fall on IMDb's website and apps. Did you mention who's involved with it? Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> um, damn it, I kind of... I kind of like this idea. Actually, I like after... the idea, but IMDb is doing scripted series now. Yeah. Oh, come on! Yep. Everyone is now. Come on now. Let's just. Where's ours? Um, we did episode one for Scoop Fest. Oh, right. <laughs> the Watchman or the yeah. Watchman? Yeah. So we we need to get moving on that. So it'd be like Frasier Patreon level doing <laughs> psychotherapy on the Wolfman. I guess. Yeah, okay. For four minutes. Of IMDb website, go go get it. Yeah, yay! News you don't give a shit about. A Facebook event called Storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop us all. <laughs> has started to pick up momentum, with the sole purpose of catching a glimpse of them aliens. To date, over five hundred thousand people have RSVP'd for the event, which is scheduled for September twentieth, the day after my birthday. So thank you, everyone. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. That well, was a wonderful gift. It's September twentieth at three a.m. So you'll probably still be partying. <laughs> That's true. That's I, I I will be drunk and watching. Uh, quote: We will all meet up at the Area Fifty One Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens, unquote, reads the page description. Have you seen the Naruto run? Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm just Oh my I, god. I, I just know that there's some there's like two or three four chan, chan trolls who are laughing their asses off. Oh, the whole thing is it started as a joke. It's all a joke, but the thing is it's grown to the part where it's not a joke for some. And it's it's that's that's a shoot on sight. Yeah. Base. Yep. There's there is a line of death. You're right. Yep. And first they have to survive the uh, alien F- area 51 alien center tourist attraction. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's true. They so, probably won't make it past the jerky. Probably not. Mm. I, I've driven past it twice. and I've never seen it open. Oh, I've been in. I, I spent hours in there. Have you? What, you, have, you? What's in there? I don't it's, know because it's, it's, it's closed. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a diner. The little alien, right? No. There's something else up there now? The little yes. alien. <laughs> this is the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction that you have to pass to get to Rachel to get to the little alien. I've been to the little alien. It can't handle 500,000 people. No. 
or yeah. the hundred that will show so it's, up. It's not in Rachel. It's on the way to Rachel. Yes, it's there's that, that little t- tourist attraction. That's that giant metal alien out front. I think it's just a store when it comes down to it. Huh. But I've never seen it open because the alien cat house is out that neck of the woods too. But it's long before you get to anywhere near Rachel. I'm going to take your word on that. The alien cat house is uh, yeah, the yeah, alien yeah. cat house is like north of Pahrump. Yeah, it's still uh, yeah, in Nye exactly, County. Yeah, yeah but know, it's not. He knows. I'm talking about this guy. How, do, <laughs> how does? How do you know, Andy? <laughs> Cursed. It's mad side conversation. <laughs> There's also a convenience store there, which is really a good place to stop at. Oh. Wait, didn't he, uh, he's there to pick up cigs? And you know, there's a pokey didn't, shop. Didn't April take a picture in front of the the alien cat house sign? I think she did. Yeah. I seem to remember that. Yeah. The alien cat house, more than tremors. Yes, Ridgecrest tremors. Uh, so yeah, Ridgecrest. Ridge. Like, of, of course, if you. Yeah, been but, under but, a rock. The Area 51, top secret arm of Edwards Air Force Base in the Nevada desert. Uh, the prevailing conspiracy theory is that the famous government installation were U.S. houses and experiments on alien entities. Uh, for example, it's postulated that the UFO, quote unquote, that crashed in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947 was taken to Area 51, studied and used to create advanced aircrafts for America. Uh, and of course, it's been depicted <laughs> dozens of times in pop, pop culture. Yeah. All I know is, it's the whole thing is hilarious, and it's hilarious that all these people have signed up. But it's that small fraction, yeah, the small show fraction up that are going to be do like, the run and yeah. get shot. That's what's going to happen because we live in 2019. It is it is Darwin at its finest. I will say. If they try and do the Naruto, 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 the erotic run, yeah, yes. yeah, the erotic. <laughs> <laughs> if they try and do that through that territory, they're going to get hurt. That is tough stuff to run yeah. through. Oh, but, oh, yes. but it's an erotic run, so they'll get laid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely get the Ridge Coast Tremors. <laughs> God. Do you do you think the uh, U.S. military will actually bring in more guards for that? Day? Oh yeah. Do you think for that day? I think they will. It yeah. depends on what kind of activity they see. Yeah. If yeah. local areas over the next few, you know, the few MTL days prior. Just- well, no. If if people just start filtering in, yeah. they'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. If not, they. <sighs> Jesus. It's not they, like they're it, already. Prepared. It's not like there's an active military base within you know twenty minutes flight for. Oh <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah. Now, Andy, right? Uh, there, there have been people who have actually gone through Area 51, because there's a guy who wrote a book. He actually walked through the area for three days. I do remember that, yeah. Uh, and uh, and it was really funny because when he reported what he saw, it was based. I mean, he didn't go in it, but right. but from from the mountains surrounding the area, he looked in, and it it looked like a a planned city. <laughs> <laughs> well, lighted streets, buildings. Sure. Also, <laughs> you know, the the word the the general consensus is that there's really not much there anymore. That it's all moved over to a different base now because that's become so well known. Mm-hmm. So, sure, yeah. they're storming nothing apparently. Well, it yeah. What in which case then you know, let well, them Naruto run because they'll Naruto sure. run through um, uh, Atomic City right. in Call of Duty before it was blown up. I mean, it just. <laughs> And yeah, people forget that the Nevada test site is pretty close to Area 51. It's over the hill, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, but there's also a, there's Aren't a we all? there's a connecting road from oh, the sure. Nevada test site to the Groom Dry you can, Lake. You bed, can you can Air Force Google Base Map it. You can actually no look at the, name. You well. can look at what it looks like in Google Maps. It's yeah. pretty well. They'll know when people are amassing. <laughs> 
when more than eight people stay the night at the Little Alien. <laughs> are there overnight? I don't think there's overnight accommodations at the Little Alien. There are. are. I've are stayed there? there. Oh, my God. Oh, they're going to be so stressed. <laughs> oh, let me tell you the overnight accommodations at the Little Alien. Single wide? Yeah, they're RVs, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're then they're split, so there's one side. It's a room. It's a half wide. Yeah, it's a half. You're you're sharing a full split in two. Wow! Yikes! That's cozy. No, it wasn't. But no, it, it was. It, but it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. You know, I'm not surprised you stayed there. It's either you or Andy. Yeah. God damn right, I'm gonna stay there. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even your idea, right? I'll, it was your your friend's you're idea. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was my friend Eric's idea. We're gonna go up. We're gonna stay at the little alien. We're gonna stay all night. And then we're gonna go on stay in the Cloud Museum the next day. No, the, stay the, the Clown Hotel. And, and I think I'm gonna stay there in the fall because the Clampers are having a, a oh. clamp out up that way. So, oh, what I'm rock gonna... are you fucking putting a plaque on now? Although, if you're going <laughs> up. <laughs> what the... <laughs> If you are going up that way, Andy, you have to look out for the Fuck, mutant man. giant jackrabbits. <laughs> oh, yes. Jesus Christ, yeah. Do not drive I, the middle of the desert in the night. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially I, around Area 51. I think it really is a rock. I think it's a mine. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Try to remember. Oh, no, no. We're commemorating uh, the jackasses. We're commemorating Burroughs. Uh, oh, okay. I have to say, you just call that Saturday. Um the Clown Hotel, Motel, I can't even call motel. it a hotel, Clown Motel, Holiday Inn, does not deserve its reputation. Say what? It's, it's a crappy motel. The only thing interesting is the little room, registration room, because that's that person's clown collection. Personal clown collection. Right. No. But the rest, <laughs> of, the rest of the motel just feels like a motel. Just a regular motel. Yeah. Okay. There should at least be creepy clown paintings. They're not creepy clown there, paintings. There's some, but they're like barely a an effort. So someone could really do something with. Yeah, it, it feels like an art project to me. Yeah, yeah. That we need to get Meow get Wolf on, on that, the Andy. Ship. Yeah, get Meow well, Wolf needs to buy the clown motel. Yeah. We need to hire <laughs> hire a, an actor who plays it. Yeah, just runs down the hallway at people in the night at their... <laughs> I know somebody that does who plays Pennywise really well. well that's right, Pennywise. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, uh, I do too. But that's an IP infringement. No. Not like the private party I did. Small tweaks, baby. Small tweaks. Small tweaks. Nickel-wise. Oh, yeah, nickel-wise. There you go, <laughs> nickel-wise. Five <laughs> times the terror. A combination of Pennywise and Nickelback. Oh, my. oh, oh there you go. Oh. There you go. So does that make him a dime store knockoff? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, we're going to get drawn and quartered for this. I'd buy Matt, that for you, a dollar. No, no, listen, and Matt's, listen, you, Matt's you guys like, are just a bunch of loonies. There man. you go. There you go. I was going to do it. I was going to do it. Yeah. Oh, the misprinted humor. Oh, my God. That was great. Numismatic humor. Sure. Numismatic. Yeah. Well, that's that's okay. Um, John Bean knew what you were talking about. Of course he did. <laughs> and was probably Jamie. screaming and like, "Say it right, yeah, Andy. Say it right." Jamie Prano. Numismatic. Numismatic. <laughs> screaming at her. Uh, Although, to your idea of dressing up as a clown or running down the hallway at people, there's no hallway. Um. So, yeah. dude. Although. Dressing up as anything and running as somebody in a parking lot is scary everywhere. So yeah, just go for sure. that. No, you guys, you Especially forgot how I did it. I had the big pile of balloons and I just held them low in front of my face. 
And as people got closer, I just let the balloons go up. And I freaked out a shitload of people at that party. I think you could stand in front of that motel and make it ten times better. Yeah. Just doing that. Just two cars passing by. Although, <laughs> maybe not in August. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can just see him like... Oh, he's going too fast. Shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't don't forget, like yeah. there's a majority of the people that live in that area that open carry, too. So there's that danger <laughs> yeah. as well. I thought I had four balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now I'm down to three? What's going yeah. on here? Oh, shit. Wait a minute. A balloon pop? But there were two pops. I don't know what's going. Oh. Weekend Geek! Yay! Yo. Uh, for for Weekend Geek, I wanted to throw this out. Yeah. I uh, I didn't know about this. I don't know if we reported it uh, like a year like ago. But this Peter is reporting. This, this is podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. That's right. But uh, have you guys heard one of the greatest self owns on Twitter of all time? Um, it was it was like a year ago when a oh. woman got a NASA internship. I I just saw this on Joe Rogan. And it is fucking hysterical. Okay. This, this poor girl gets a NASA internship. So she gets on Twitter and she's like, everyone shut the fuck up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. You, you, you sound kind of like, catch a ride okay. from Borderlands 2. That's all yeah. right. I like it. And uh, her tweet got a reply from uh, Homer Hickam. Homer uh, Hickam. And he goes, language. To which she replied, suck my dick and balls, I'm working at NASA. And Hickam replies with, and I'm on the National Space Council that oversees NASA. And apparently she lost her insurance. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. Social media people. Poor girl. She was so goddamn excited. And she didn't know who Hickam was. And she's just like, suck my dick and balls, I'm on NASA. <laughs> oh my god! I yep. just saw that and I felt bad, but at the same time, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, as long as we're on fleeting internet fame, um, sad to report that Wolven got taken to the hospital. The uh, these nuts guys, he just passed out in front of our booth one day. He passed out like hundred feet from our booth. This time, I got taken to the hospital. Sorry. This is <laughs> this is the guy who goes into the casinos and everything, and he's like known by people and stuff like that. He's internet famous. He, yeah, he's yeah. The guy that, well, no, know. no, no. I know, but yeah. but you know him because yeah. you see him on the strip a yep. lot. And he just passed out. He passed out and right next to my like, like literally like behind me one day. But uh, the other day he passed out and uh, foam was coming out of his mouth and the hospital oh, ambulance geez. took him away. Yeah, yikes. Yeah. Whoa. So, you know, internet fame, not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah, so take that as a warning, children. That's if right. If you become famous, you might you, you pass could, out all foamy you could, you could end up having stuffed animals made of yourself or you could end up dying of foam. I, well, I, I think you just need to stay the fuck away from Andy when you're on the strip. <laughs> that, I was going to say, that makes me wonder, Todd. You and I have been doing internet stuff for a decade now with between the show and the podcast. No, but they said internet Are, famous. That's oh, a big difference. Oh, yeah. okay. So that it's it's because we're Z-level we are, nowhere, we are nowhere near as famous as Foley. Okay. Where the fuck are we in fame? <laughs> it's like, I, I re- I'm, we're coming up. I mean, it's uh, it'll we, be we, September, but we'll be coming up when I've been with you guys for ten for uh, for well for nine years. Yeah, I will be with you guys for nine years coming September. Where the fuck is our famous? How long do you have to do this thing? 
I don't, I don't know if about famous, but we are stalwarts. <laughs> Damn, actually, twelve years because we started in uh, late October of '07. God damn it! <laughs> we 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 are internet has-beens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we were a little ahead of our time to say the least. <laughs> and he's shaking yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah the, I know we're that. We're feeling. the Charlie Callis of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that. We do have a certain amount of fame, but because uh, we, we have our fans, we have beautiful not fans. To, not because I know, I know Jake and Angelica right now are plotting a a an f a, a, a Facebook bomb of oh you you're not famous and you know all that stuff, <laughs> and yet you know we we know you guys are there, and we love every one of your monkeys. Yes, especially you're why we do this. Especially Carissa's kid. Yes. Andy, Matt, Todd, Jeff, Kirsten, Dar, T. Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy. <laughs> Not in Kansas anymore, bitch. Just name the kid 80s Kirsten. You got to cover <laughs> Maple Leaf Andy. <laughs> that would be a fun conjoined twin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god fuck you left side constantly arguing with itself <laughs> yeah. i i stumbled across this on the internet somebody uh mentioned a buddy hackett joke oh, yes. buddy hackett had attended at some kind of trump function years and years and years ago and he told a merv griffin joke about hackett and hackett and it was about really trump. funny the way he said it he was like he was like, I ran into Merv Griffin. I was like, Merv, how'd you get involved in the in the in this properties in, the, in this thing that you're involved with now? And Griffin was like, Well, it was Trump. He got me into this, and, and you know, so and and Hackett was like, Oh, really? So Trump? Okay, Trump got you involved. Um, you know, what what do you think of Trump? And he said, Merv said, and then then he breaks for a moment, and goes, and Mr. Trump. This is what Merv said. This is Merv's joke, not mine. Which is so it must have been at a Trump function or which, something. Which makes it great that he said it in front of Trump. Yeah. And he goes, Merv Griffin said, Well, a lot of people don't know, Trump was born conjoined twins. And Hackett was like, Really? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> and uh, they did the operation to separate the twins because they were joined at the penis. And so they did the what a uh, operation to separate. And unfortunately, uh, there were pr- uh, complications, and the, the two twins died. But the prick lived. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could tell a dirty joke on Hackett. He, oh just, he just relished in it. He just... He, mm. he went, yeah, that was... I can't even do it. Fuck off, Pidgeys. Yeah. Oh, the fucking a dead uh, two faggots fucking a dead alligator on a bus. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And and he made that funny. <laughs> yeah, of course, that was back in the seventies. This is true. Yeah, I was this gonna say. So. Doesn't sound very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's not it's, now. It's not aged well. I yeah, watch the. No. It's uh, not a fine wine. Well, a lot of Hackett's jokes will not have no, aged well. So sorry for using well, the word. But. Aziz Ansari has a new Netflix special, which is brilliant. He he addresses his problems right off the bat. Um. But in that, he talks about things that just aren't fun anymore. And he goes back to The Hangover, where at some point, like early on, somebody is a paging doctor. 
well, paging Dr. Faggot. And he's like, you couldn't. That's not funny anymore. No. No. So it just, things just drop out of funny. Yeah. He, he, oh. he drop out of funny. Let me tell you about this scene from Blazing Saddles that used to be funny. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, no, my God. It's still funny. <laughs> you you want the hair on your head raised. You watch uh, Freebie and the Bean Whoa. with uh, James Caan and Alan Arkin. Oh, because it's got homophobia, it's got transphobia, um, and the 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 terrible thing is, it is that when it's not doing that stuff, it is such an incredibly well scripted dialogue comedy, and has no less than three insane car chases, absolutely amazing. But who boy, yeah, it just there's a lot in there that did not age. At all? Oh sure. I listened to Eddie Murphy Delirious. Yeah, I was oh, just yeah. gonna oh, say, God, yeah. Delirious or Raw? Either of those oh, yeah. did raw. not did not age well. Raw yeah. didn't age well the moment it came out. That's true. <laughs> Norton, Norton, yeah, come yeah. on down. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> How would you like to fuck me? In the <laughs> A weekend geek. Um, well. The, I, 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 I can't continue this one. This one I need Matt here. Oh, okay. So what is it, Matt? He's playing with the cat. Again, it's weird. What, what's oh, going he's on? There? Okay. He's letting the cat in. Oh, okay. What would we do Did you him? let the right one in? Yeah, that's the right one. The right kid in? That's, yeah, that's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> the newly named HBO Max. Oh, for fuck's sakes. A behemoth Steaming service. That steaming? <laughs> steaming? It is actually kind of. That will assemble content from throughout the AT&T-owned Warner Media empire appears to be positioning itself as a powerhouse platform for genre fans. Yeah. Warner Media's first look at the proper title of his new series, HBO service, not series, new service, HBO Max, Teases the kind of offerings we can expect from the platform with a greatest hits montage of clip movies and TV shows that hail from seemingly every content corner. This includes works from DC, DC Universe, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Boomerang, Warner Brothers, New Line Cinema, TNT, TBS, and more. HBO Max is promising, quote, an impressive direct-to-consumer experience for... That's, that's that's the rumbling. Was that a warp kit. core or was that kit? <laughs> wow, that's 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 very soothing under this story. It makes it go down a little easier. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Matt. For everyone ranging from families to young children to adults of all ages, led by premium HBO programming like Game of Thrones and Westworld. In addition to aggregating films, did you just put the microphone up his butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Andy? No. Oh, okay. I think Ken just sat on the microphone. Oh, okay. No! <laughs> there was clearance. He didn't sit. There was, uh, just... I'm just messing Can with you. Because <laughs> you he, get so defensive. He is trying to rub his face all over Matt's uh, water. <laughs> over Matt's, uh, Matt's what? He's like... He's like, so mad. I understand you're allergic to cats. And yeah. he just starts laying right in front of him. <laughs> they know. They know. You know I was a cat when you let me in. Like, I, I let him in. That was my first mistake. <laughs> that was your first mistake. <laughs> there he is. Right, right there. In front of Matt. Case capturing Flicking the moment. Flicking his tail at him. Yeah. Like, there's not much clearance. No. 
No, he's like, take a whiff of this. <laughs> what, what, as he whips it. This is yeah. Fucking dandruff. Good. I know. Just... <laughs> In addition to aggregating films under the Warner Media umbrella, like Wonder Woman, The Lord of the Rings, and more, the service also is promising exclusively created content that can't be found anywhere in the form of Max Originals. Oh, it can be found on uh, Port of Tortuga. Uh, Warner Brothers' answer to competing platform tentpoles like Netflix, Stranger Things, and Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale. Already revealed as HBO Max Originals are Dennis Villeneuve's Dune, The Sisterhood. Villanueva. That's what I said. A series adaptation from Hank, Frank Herbert's sci-fi universe. Herbert. Herbert. Station Eleven. Hey, a post-apocalyptic limited series. An animated Gremlin series based on the original 80s classic <laughs> from <laughs> Amblin Entertainment. Red light that one. And, ex- and a series of exclusive movie production deals with Arrowverse mastermind Greg Berlanti. HBO Max will also be home to HBO crossovers, including Jordan Peele's upcoming horror series Lovecraft Country, Stephen King's mm-hmm. The Outsider, and Joss Whedon's new sci-fi series The Nevers. The company press release also suggests HBO Max will also serve as a crossover destination for more distant HBO projects, including George R.R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones prequel. As of yet, no firm word on either pricing or launch date. It's a safe bet, though, that the service will try to entice subscribers with a price that undercuts what they'd have to pay for separate a la carte subscriptions to HBO, DC Universe, etc. Have we talked about Jordan Peele's Lovecraft Country yet? Yes. Uh, yes, that was part of our Red Light, Green Light. All right. Uh, Read the book. It's going to make a great series. Yeah. It was built to be an HBO anthology series. Didn't Jordan Peele say he's not going to... do anything is he's not casting white actors anymore or is that somebody else um i don't know if i what reddit garbage heap did you read that no no that is something he's i'll find it keep going let's put it this way you couldn't do lovecraft country with with only black actors because the race relations from the ages is important to that story it's it's a mixture of lovecraft style horror with the horror Love of the Lovecraft style racism? <laughs> with the Lovecraft style racism. Yeah, that's not a bad way oh, to put it. Oh, no. Uh, well, I, I, it's Peel. He, he knows what he's doing. And he his stuff deals with yeah. race relations. So. Jordan Peel said, I don't see myself casting a white dude as a lead anymore. I've seen that lead. I've seen that movie. Okay. A white okay. dude as, so a as a lead. So as a lead. So I, yeah. Yeah. Trust me, you need white dudes to make the story work. Right. As the villain. Racist. So, who wants to go in on HBO Max? Yeah. I love it. Oh, yes, the merger. We're not going to offer a streaming service. HBO Max going to offer the... Oh, for fuck. Kit, come back here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, on that note, you know, I really wish <clears throat> it wasn't so corporate controlled. Because it'd be great for people with mergers to come up and say, no, we won't blank, blank, blank. And you, oh, like Warner and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like Sony and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like Amazon, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, denied. And just, yes. just have them from now yes. on be pissed because the other guys ruined it for them. <laughs> By lying. I agree bu- with you. Are business mergers so petty? Yes, yes, they are. Yes, mm. they really are. Director John Carpenter. 
is make, green light is making his first ever foray into the DC Comics universe with a 40 page one shot comic about the Joker this fall, along with writer Anthony Birch, who is a writer for Borderlands 2 and League of Legends video games. He's also making his DC debut. Here's the official synopsis of the book. Now a human alien hybrid Lex Luthor has made his appeal to the world asking its citizens to embrace doom and give in once again for all to evil, humanity's true nature. In exchange, he will grant them the tools to ascend to their ultimate selves. While some DC villains and heroes are willing to hear what Apex Lex has to offer, the crown (laughs) prince of crime isn't going to wait around until Lex gets to him. This puts the Joker on a mission to get his swagger back in a world gone bad by outbatting everyone else, proving that the greatest evil is always the one who leaves them laughing. The Joker, Year of the Villain, number one, goes on sale at four ninety nine a pop Wednesday, October 9th. Philip Tan, who worked on Green Lantern, and Mark Deering, who worked on Supergirl, are handling the artwork. Kind of like hmm. that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. It's yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah. Four ninety nine for a 40-page story by John Carpenter. Yeah, I'm in. Definitely in. Definitely, and uh, although I'm so far out of the DC universe, I don't know anything about uh, Apex I Lex. I think this is probably just for this. I think I, 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 like I don't know Apex Lex. I don't know if it is. Or not, but it sounds like this is going to be mostly standalone. Yeah, well, I guess it, it is a one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps. All right, we lost some people. Mm. So and quite a few. Uh, we'll start with uh, Stephanie. Uh, Nisnik, who portrayed Ensign Kel Parham in 1998's Star Trek Insurrection. Uh, Nisnik was best known for her role as Nina Feeney in WB drama Everwood. She had a recurring role on Life is Wild and had a guest starring role in such shows as NCIS and Lost. Along with Insurrection, Nisnik also portrayed uh, the Wraith in a 2002 episode of the Star Trek television series Enterprise. We also lost Denise Nickerson. The child star celebrated for a portrayal of Violet Beauregard in the 1971 film classic Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Nickerson's first role was a 1965 episode of TV's Flipper when she was eight years old. She was later cast as two recurring characters, Amy Jennings and Nora Collins, in the ABC cult series Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah. She also scored parts on The Electric Company and appeared on The Brady Bunch. But it was her turn at the age of 13 as the gum-obsessed snobby Violet Beauregard in director Mel Stewart's big-screen adaptation of Roald Dahl's 1964 novel Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, for which she'll forever be remembered. Nickerson went on to act in two subsequent films, Smile and Zero to Sixty, before leaving show business at the age of 21. We also lost Freddie Jones, accomplished actor of stage and screen. He died at the age of 91. Jones graced the screen as a number of memorable characters in genre. He worked with filmmaker David Lynch in a number of times over his career, first as the cruel freak show owner Bites in 1980's The Elephant Man. The collaboration continued when Jones portrayed Thufir Hawat in the 1984 adaptation of Dune. Jones also appeared in 1983's fantasy Kroll as Yernier, yeah. the old one, who tells Prince Colwitt about the existence of the mystical glaive. And, of course, the big one, Rip Torn. Yeah. Mm. Died at the age of 88. Torn played Zed, the high-ranking boss from 1997's Men in Black and 2002's Men in Black 2. In 1976, he acted opposite David Bowie in the sci-fi odyssey The Man Who Fell to Earth. He portrayed Max 
1982 epic The Beastmaster, as well as the merciless OCP CEO in 1993's RoboCop 3. In 1997, he voiced Zeus in Disney's Hercules, later reprising that role in two video games based on the film, and he was nominated for an Emmy six different times for the supporting role of Artie in 90s HBO sitcom The Larry Sanders Show, eventually winning the Emmy in 1996. Did you see... He was, sorry, I was going to say, Artie was the role that I remember him the most from. This Larry Sanders Show was just so brilliant and ahead of its time. Just the, that mix of, you know behind-the-scenes style shooting, but just really showing the absurdity of producing a television series and dealing with, you know, trying to get people to appear on your talk show sure. and so forth. But uh, he was he was fantastic then. And, of course, Zed and Men in Black. Did you see uh, Neil Gaiman's post about it? I'm not sure if that's one of the ones I saw. What was his post? He said, I, I'm, I'm, I met him, like, at a convention once. And he said, oh, you write sci-fi? I was in Beastmaster and shook my hand. And then I ceased to exist for him. Yeah, like he turned around and walked off. I, I love it's, a, it's a great post. If, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I love Todd, oh, oh, how, how you said, the epic Beastmaster. <laughs> but, but then he says that that was the, uh, and that's where the beginning, and that's when he started writing. Was it Mr. Monday? Oh uh, yeah, Wednesday. 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 Wednesday, Mr. Wednesday. That's when that, that was the, the origin of Bear, Mr. Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I f- I finally saw the first episode of American Gods, and boy, does that nail it! Yeah, that nails that novel tone and everything. Of course, they have to compress a few things, but it hits all the major beats. Hmm. So I'm interested in seeing where that goes. Mm. Charles Levin, who died uh, today, I think, oh. or they found him today, uh, has a slightly geeky stuff. He was in Golden Child, and he was in uh, Spinal Tap. <laughs> Should have hit the body better, Andy. Who, who did he play in uh, <laughs> Golden Child? Uh, he was a today. TV host in it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, they just like he, he was missing, and they found his car, and then they found his body. Ugh. So yeah. Did he? Oh, first they found his dog before they found him. So yeah, how was, was like, the oh, dog? Dog was dead. dead inside the car. Yeah. Oh, now you're being serious, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, I haven't the they, yeah rescue this one, Andy. There's no, they're still they're still pulling the facts out, but it sounds like this might be one of those GPS uh, uh, deaths. Oh my! He might he might have been falling. He might have been falling a bad road and with a stupid little car and ended up stuck somewhere in the woods. Yeah, oh. the, road, the road was impassable or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh my! Take Christ. a right turn. Okay. <laughs> Wow, and the dog. It's oh, it, I'm, I'm you know that's it's still kind of early on it because obviously they just found it today, but wow. the, the the initial reports made it sound like it to me. Way to way to bring the show down, Andy. Yeah, I know. I got to bring in a story about a dog dying. Yay! We just end it there. <laughs> now we still have to talk about what's talk your about Spider-Man. dog dying? We're gonna we're gonna wait for Spider Man. Uh, the next week, cause show. Ow! It's <laughs> <laughs> my punishment. Bring up the dead dog. Yes, and the dead actor. <laughs> you know what? News you don't give a shit about. We got another one. No, fuck this guy. Oh, <laughs> what? Man. Wait a wait a minute! I didn't go that far. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Those you don't give a shit about. Fuck Andy. Next. <laughs> oh, wait. Isn't that weak and geek? Every week? 
the rights to the four-book fantasy series The Bartimaeus Sequence from author Jonathan Stroud has been acquired by Start Media. The company is hoping it becomes the next blockbuster franchise. The rights to the series were acquired by Miramax way back in 2002, right about the time Harry Potter and the Lord of the Rings were making money at the box office. However, it never managed to get out of development. Michael Marr of Start Media, who produced the sci-fi flick Passengers, spent years trying to sort out all the rights and will help personally finance its development. The series centers on a hip teen magician, Nathaniel, and his relationship with the 5,000-year-old Bartimaeus in a world where magic has always existed. Described as a darker Harry Potter, the books have sold 6 million copies in 35 languages. Hmm. Nintendo is releasing a new feature on the Switch starting July 17th. Switch users playing any vintage NES title, Nintendo Entertainment System title, will be able to rewind their games by holding down the ZL and ZR buttons so you can just walk back your progress to the exact moment that you messed up a level as many times as you want or need to. The Rewind feature will be built as part of the Nintendo Switch online service, which gives members access to 44 NES titles. Along with the Rewind feature, both Donkey Kong 3 and Wrecking Crew will be added to the service on July 17th. Andy, you could use that on Fallout. I was going to say, if somebody who's died spectacularly in Fallout, that would be very helpful. <laughs> yeah, but it, you just need a recording feature, too, so you can... Uh, <clears throat> I have no issue with this existing no. at all, especially no. old Nintendo's games, because those fuckers are punishing. Mm-hmm. Especially, all you got to do is play through Ninja Gaiden. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All four times before you throw the controller. So, yeah, go for it. Rewind. Yeah. And no one's going to take away from you people who are like, good, beat it the old school way. Don't, you're taking it away from, no, you're not. You can you can do it without rewinding. Great. Yeah. You win. You win. <clears throat> what about the people who said you could play Pong with a tennis racket on a tennis court? Those people are fucking bastards. That's right. And you're just right there with them if you say you don't like your rewind. Goddamn so heathens. Fuck uh, all of you. Those are the same people who have turned tennis into pickleball and are playing like slow old people's pickleball yes. tennis now. Pickleball. What the fuck is pickleball? Pickleball. You have you. You don't learn about pickleball. You you get a letter in the mail when you're 65, uh-huh. and that teaches you the rules of pickleball. So you got some time left, Jeff. I got 20 your, years. Your time's Ooh. coming. So just remember, when you turn 65 and that letter comes, you'll be like, oh, pickleball. It's, so yeah, it's slowed down tennis with a old people soft racket and old people and. And old people. <laughs> it, it is almost, old people and want to play some pickleball. It is almost exclusively played by people over 50. So, so it's fake tennis. <laughs> it's old people's tennis. So yeah. you got that, what, every Tuesday? What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, miraculously, I haven't pickleball. started playing it yet. All that, I found out about it when I wrote about it. But he, uh, Well, he got the letter 20 years ago. Yeah, so. well, and, oh, yes. Dust that up. Dust dude, that bad Andy blast. invented it. He <laughs> never restrung his tennis racket. And it's like, boing. And then the ball's just like no, 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 slowly no, going over. And Matt, Andy's the one that sends the letters out. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's why they come so late. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I pre-zinged myself. <laughs> pre-zing. If I do it, it won't hurt as much. Zoinks, yo. <laughs> All right, everybody, this is the moment. If you have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home, then uh, you are about to be spoiled. 
So turn it off if you haven't seen it, and then join us once you have, because we're about to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. What did you think? Spoilers on, gentlemen. You've seen it? Yes. Holy shit. What? I usually see it by its second week. I'm yeah, pretty okay. good at this shit. Okay. You should have been prepared for this. Oh, whatever, Andy. Give, give me a fake spoiler. Let's hear a good no, fake spoiler. I got no fake spoiler. Oh, come his, on. His, give me a fake spoiler. We can his favorite part of mm. Spider-Man Far From Home is Tobey when... Tobey Maguire shows up. Yeah, Black Spider-Man. <laughs> is when the lawyer gets eaten in the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah. I would love to talk to somebody who went into this movie not knowing Mysterio was a villain. Uh, we did get an email about that from Cthulhu Collector. He brings up, he wants to know the same thing. Like, who was surprised by the Mysterio villain reveal? Because without knowing Mysterio is a classic villain, he, they do set it up nicely. Yes, yeah. they do. They really do. That's a very, it was a very, very nice take. I really, really did enjoy and, that. In fact, there were points where I thought, oh, they're going to turn this around like the scrolls. You know, that does make him a bit. No, just, yeah, there was no actual villain there. So, um, oh, and speaking of which, the uh, the uh, a huge spoiler, but uh, the, yeah. the fact that it's it's a scroll instead of Nick Fury, they actually telegraphed that. And I didn't catch it. I mean, I heard it, and and when I saw it, as when I saw it in print, I'm like, yes, that's exactly what he said when he's talking about he's from an Earth, but not your Earth. Ah, yes. Uh, oh, slid that one by. And in the previews, he says he's Mirth, but not our Earth. Yeah. Oh. And of course, the Cree drops, so there could be a Cree scroll war yeah, in our right. future. Yep. But who knows what they got next for the phase? Right. But let's let's back up from the uh, that ending and uh, let's let's keep uh, Mysterio. Blue Mysterio. Uh, it's one of my favorite. He's definitely my favorite Spider-Man villain. And he's one of my favorite villains in the Marvel Universe. I always think of him as such a minor villain, and they made him so formidable in this. Yeah. yeah. You, you, don't like, you don't like guy in a rubber rhino suit or vulture suit? I appreciate them, and uh. I think they're fun. But not as fun as Mysterio. Mm. One, what an awesome costume, and they made that work in this movie. I was shocked, because I, I remember looking at the comics, and I'm just going, there's just no way. They can translate this to the screen and not I, yeah. make it look silly, but it looked good. I love that costume. I've uh-huh. always loved that costume. Yes. And and but it was hard to imagine it existing in a real world. That's, that's what I was saying. And it yeah. does. I uh, even even the weird squared off arm pieces are in there. I know that was when that when I realized what they were doing there. I was just like, oh shit! They really do give a fuck. Yeah. And did you notice, the, like, on the close-ups, the little all-seeing eyes on yeah, like, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, little yeah. pieces? Yep, yep. It's like just subtly placed there. there that was pretty awesome. The, too. the 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 reference later on to the bowl, the bowl uh, helmet, mm-hmm. the clear bowl helmet. Yeah, that was just that was fantastic. And the fake powers make him Iron Man with with mystical powers. Like that's I kind of want to watch that. Read that comic. Well, that's the thing. I'm looking at that, and I'm just like. Oh man, I I want to be hired to write an alternate Earths <laughs> fucking Marvel with that interpretation of Mysterio because that was just that was that was no I, awesome. I, I like the I like the fake Mysterio as much as the uh, mm-hmm. you know the real one who later emerged. I was gonna say yeah I I I figured going in that there was gonna be some kind of twist. I was not prepared for the twist 
to be the way that it was presented. Oh, oh. they stuck past Jeff. God damn! <laughs> Holy shit! I gotta, God I just, damn. I gotta see this movie now. But yeah, yeah that, there's your cover him, blurb. Yeah. Having having him control all of those those drones was and you know yeah. being a complete con artist, just like just they did with completely Vulture. Got me. They yeah. they found a take on the hero that actually worked with the way the Marvel universe is. Yeah, and made it work. And this okay. That so when poor they, man, the blue collar worker, is trying to make his way in. Yeah. Life. So when they go to the flashback, obviously when they cut to the, you see him in the sidelines. Uh-huh. That's you know that's uh, that's an, an insert shot, right? But they went back to the footage of Iron Man, and yes. I had to go check it. Yeah, I was the, like is that really the with same Obadiah actor? With Stain, and he's yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It is the same actor. Yep. Well, it's well, Peter Billingsley, the kid from Christmas Story. Yeah, the other, the, really? the other, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Back that's that up awesome. again. Spell that out for me again. When Obadiah Sane is talking to the lackey, who is actually the guy that ends up uh, surviving the thing and walking off with the disc. In, and in the first the Iron Man, okay. when he's arguing with the guy about the arc reactor, and he's, he's like all up in his face going, Tony Stark made this a from a scraps, bunch of yeah. scraps. And the guy's like, in a cave. Uh, in a cave. <laughs> that guy is the same guy in Far From Home, Fantastic. and he is Billingsley. Fantastic. Which and Andy he's mentioned in, it. He's also in heavy makeup because Peter Billingsley looks pretty damn good right now. They've got him in a really bad wig in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did kind of like the take on um, Tony Stark being a villain from a certain perspective Absolutely. of all of these former coworkers or uh, former subordinates. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, he take him taking their inventions and then taking them in a direction they didn't intend to mm-hmm. you know that and that was very interesting perspective i like that scene too because of uh Jillian hall's energy because yeah. he is always yeah. cast as mr fucking slow burn yeah never really has a, and in this one he's animated he's expressive he's yeah. doing shit it was such a wonderful refreshing way to see him. Gyllenhaal really killed it in this movie. Oh, he was, I was so well used. I, I like him. I think he's a fantastic actor, with the exception of the fact that he always looks like he's half asleep, but that's another story. <laughs> he just always looks drowsy, you know? Heavy-lidded. Heavy-lidded. Acting's yeah. hard work, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he killed it all the way for the part where he's he's playing the fake Mysterio and then the reveal that he's completely not this person that he was pretending to be and then just his complete disdain for you know uh for tony stark mm-hmm. as well as you know to an extent peter parker because he's a you know protege. protege of stark even though he still has respect for him and he doesn't really want to hurt him until he ruins his plans and then he's like oh, okay well now i have to kill you Although he's yeah. perfectly willing to kill a busload of kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's he, he is a villain. He's, yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say this movie gave me the best nightmare sequence I've ever seen since Nightmare on Elm Street 3. The 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 sequence where he... In the factory. Yeah. yeah. And that is where he is the most formable. After that fight scene, after that sequence, I'm like, well, shit, how the hell is he going to defeat that? Because that's... If you don't yeah. know where reality is, you know where up and down is. Sure. Right. How the, the hell where, do you, 
where he is questioning Happy coming down. That is that plane even real? Right. Um, and and that's actually he's in his head. That's actually a reference from Ditko's first uh, Mysterio's first appearance. And he actually, I don't. Well, wait a minute. I don't know. First appearance. I think it was first appearance. But Ditko, uh, there's a whole. Ser- uh, series of pages where he's doing the exact same thing to Spider-Man. Spider-Man cannot figure out what the fuck is real and what the hell is going on, and and there's like a giant Mysterio just fucking with him, and and screwing with his head. Totally. Uh, I mean, it was comic. so well done that I had to like as the thing was going on, I'm like, okay, backtracking. That was fake. Wait, oh no, though that backtracking even further. That was fake. Oh shit, that was fake too. Yeah, it's like whoa. It really makes you question everything in that movie. Right. Uh, God, yeah. Uh, I really liked. It was. It was. It was a lot more subtle than it was in Iron Man three. But the subtle um, hints at Peter having a touch of PTSD from, you know, being snapped away, being brought back, mm-hmm. watching his mentor die in front of him after a large battle, and then being completely haunted by his image everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was nice. And his feeling like he was never going to live up to mm-hmm. what Stark wanted of him and just Tom Holland played it so well. He did a great job. I mean, I, I would I I have to say I think he is now my favorite uh, absolutely it, actor to have played Spider-Man. I absolutely. Mean, you know, nothing against Tobey Maguire. I think he he nailed it too, but Man, Tom Holland has just really taken that to a whole nother level. Yeah, I, with the MCU. I can't remember if I said this in the air or not, but uh, this is a movie where I accepted the Iron Spider version of Spider Man. It's like yeah. up until now, it's like it's cool, but I kind of well, when's he going to get back to being you know the friendly neighborhood Spider Man swinging through and not yeah. having all these gimmicks? I'm like, no, the, the, this version of the this, the MCU version has gimmicks. Okay, cool. And I absolutely loved the scene between. Uh, between Peter and Happy, you know, where his his soul has been crushed, and Happy comes pick him up, and he's just like he's like I can't do it, I can't, you know, I can't be the hero he wants me to be, and he's like he's like Tony was my best friend, but let me tell you something, he was a drunk, he was you know just basically lays it all out mm-hmm. for him, and he's like he was a mess, mm-hmm. you know, he's not the Tony that you know, right? And, and I love that because it it's not only. Peter and Happy finally connecting, but it's connecting back to the fact that he started the whole series. Well, and I like the book ending of it too, where uh, the end of yeah. Iron Man. Yes, he gets his. Uh, he reveals his identity at the end of this one. He gets his identity revealed. Right. But yeah. I mean, I, I meant as far as uh, John Favreau started the MCU, directed yes, the first yes, film. Absolutely. And then you have those moments in there, especially like when he's in the plane, he's in the back of the plane, and he's messing with the computer, and Happy just kind of sits there with that that kind of half smile on his face, and he turns to him and says, what? And he goes, nothing. Yep. And it's just like, because that's... I mean, that had to be close to Favreau, the person's heart, too, because in a lesser, that was kind of bringing it all back around to the beginning, but then continuing it on. A lesser forward. actor, a lesser writer, a lesser director would have felt the need to explain that. Yeah. And it's, nope, no need. No. Just nothing. There's so... We get it. There's so many of those little moments, though, with with Peter, and then, of course, later on with Peter and Happy mm-hmm. together, but where they kind of tie it into... You know, this Tony's pa- gone. Shout He's out to the character forward. artist who gets his name in the credits. Right. This is a 
par- this is partially an Iron Man movie. <laughs> yeah. When it Absolutely. comes down to well, it. It's the end of it's the end of phase four in a it, very it is, real way. But oh. The villain is Tony made, mm-hmm. as Tony makes all of his villains. Mm-hmm. And and it's the passing of the Iron Man legacy. Mm-hmm. It's partially an Iron Man movie. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Um it's also there is uh one more Spider Man movie in Holland's contract. Yes. Before they Decide whether they'll just write out Spider-Man to the MCU, or yeah, if they, we'll find out what happens. Sure, you're right. That was a hell of a way to end it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun to see Mary Jane hate uh, swinging. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was hilarious. And obviously, Michelle. She's not not Mary Jane. She's MJ, but she's her first name is Michelle. In the sure, movie. whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever, whatever, Tiger. Obviously, the <laughs> wonderful, wonderful casting bringing J.K. Simmons I, back in. Oh, geez, yes. yes. Perfectly executed an Alex Jones rant. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Perfectly. Wow. It's absolutely right there. My God. And the idea that that uh, J. Jonah Jameson just went off to do his own uh, uh, web series uh, conspiracy show thing is just mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Something they did in the video game. In fact, there was a lot of shout outs to things they did in the video game so much so that I'm not sure which came first mm-hmm. <gasps> you don't know what's true or what's not mm-hmm. there, there was a, a single shot of uh, of Spider-Man at the top of the tower given kind of a uh, fingers out that's, that was a direct shot from the video game mm-hmm. the, so it's and of course the J. Jonas Anderson radio show which I think they've been doing in the comic mm-hmm. so is, yeah. they swing through the Avengers tower being rebuilt and there's some speculation that that's the Baxter building. Yeah, the, the reason is because there's a sign. It's like, coming soon. Uh, it says something like, coming soon, one, two, three, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, <laughs> seems like a cute little... But the other counter-argument to that not being Fantastic Four was that since this is the final film of the Marvel Phase 3, that they're basically foreshadowing season, uh, the Phase 4. So it might not be a hint that Fantastic Four is coming, but merely a, yeah. an Easter egg dropped in there to say, well, this is the end of Phase 3. Now Phase 4 is sure. on the way. Although, you know, you're doing Phase 4, bringing in Fantastic Four. Boom. It's true. Yeah. I got to say, though, those the, the actors, though, uh, Zendaya... Oh, MJ so is fantastic. Like her facial expressions are just yeah. The 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 whole the disinterest and then the I'm fucking with you, haha. You totally fell for it. Face uh, and then uh, Jacob Battalion who plays his uh, his friend that that's in on him. Just Ned. Ned. Thank yes. you. The whole the whole Ned. Ned I remembered, I remembered the actor. I couldn't think of the character name. The whole Ned uh, Betty thing is yeah. just wonderful. Just he's phenomenal too. Everyone is, all the young actors are really good at playing someone that is obviously hiding their insecurities. That, yeah. That's almost a throw of an every single major young actor in that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's adorable to watch. I have no problem believing the young actors are young. Yeah, they, they oh, and I, I totally, totally called the blip. I totally said that when we're talking about this movie, about it, uh, some of the, some of the, uh, High school blipped and blinked and some didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, that's got to be what happens. And that's exactly what it did. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. That, oh, that. and when they showed, when they did the, the, it's, you know, when the blip happened and they showed people appearing out of nowhere and just fucking <laughs> things yeah. up and just, it, that was great. Mm-hmm. 
That's hilarious. That's some PTSD right there. Right. Well, yeah. How weird. You know, you're in high school. You come back later. The people that were in junior high have graduated, and you're still mm-hmm. a but high you're school also, student. You're, you're appearing in the middle of a basketball game, and people are running into each other, tripping over each other, and <laughs> right. crashing around, and everything. Mm-hmm. That's which that is why I loved it. on the plane when Flash is about to drink the uh, <laughs> the champagne, and she goes, uh, "Miss." He blipped, so he's technically not 21. I'll take the hey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah she was great. And when uh, the, the little dig where uh, where she called Flash out for trying to out Petey for Peter for getting a blowjob, whatever he was supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I was like, what? what are they signaling when uh, they had them leaving the airport after they came home? And Flash steps up, and his 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 driver's there. And Flash is like, "Where's my mom? No, she didn't. Mom couldn't make my, it. Mom couldn't. Okay." And I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting little diss on Flash, but are are they planning something in the future for Flash? Because that was could be. I think it's just a little diss. I think it's I, a little. I, I, I don't. I I think that Marvel doesn't do much as a throwaway. Yeah, Ooh, I they really either. don't. Well, Flash in the comics doesn't he become Venom at some point? Uh, he's he's Venom. Uh, re- well, recently anyway, a good Venom. Hmm. He's nice guy Venom. Hmm. Um, I don't. It's I, I don't know. That's it's weird. Hmm. And of course, with all Marvel film, the thing is loaded with Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm not going to go into all of them because there's way too many. There's plenty of YouTube videos out there. I think Looper's got a great one where they spell out all the Easter eggs. Uh, two of the ones that stood out for me were uh, the uh, the final end credit scene, the license plate on, quote, Fury and Hill's car, which ended up being the scrolls, is apparently the uh, the first appearance, the, uh, the uh, issue number of the first appearance of Spider-Man. And then uh, apparently Peter's, you only got to see it for like a split second, but Peter's birth date on his passport is also the uh, first appearance of Spider-Man. Nice, that's cute. But yeah, the like, but that the date that the date that that was released. Now the bit with the, the scrolls. Yes, let's uh-huh. go to that. That was really well done because when you look back at it, mm-hmm. there was some stuff that was like, why is Fury acting? That, why that is was, Fury so it. focused on Peter? He's got a whole. What the hell is the deal with this? Yeah, that was and no, then to reveal it, I'm like, oh, it all, boom, 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 it all comes back. Now, that, that I, was really impressive because uh, I didn't catch anything that was different, but I'm like, something seems really off about yeah. Fury in this, and I don't know why they're doing it that way. But now, do we get the end of like, no wonder he felt off, and I wouldn't have guessed it all the way through. Right. When Fury was walking through that giant ship or base or whatever it was, does anyone else feel like they're setting up S.W.O.R.D.? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I felt that was sword. Okay, because I that was my first thought, and I'm like, well, maybe I'm just reading too much into this. But uh, what's sword? Uh, it's a, it's sword a, is like the intergalactic version of shield. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then if I remember, I, I I only vaguely know a little bit about it, but uh, you Ms. might Marvel be able to help is, me, uh, Kirsten. Of that, right? Or something, Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah. it, it goes through a number of things, but yeah. 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 And doesn't like shield actually become like uh, kind of a a sub. Uh, division of sword at some I, point like you know, like it's it's primarily it's complicated yeah. okay and, and yeah i only know a little bit about it i so. think a lot of that was uh the 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 woman who was in charge of sword for so long and then shield is put under her so then nick's got to deal with that shit and it's funny 
one of the few chances I got to see some of the Avengers cartoon uh, before it it went, uh, you know, was sequestered under uh, streaming. Uh, Sword was involved. It was actually a a Kang story. Hmm. And uh, Sword was uh, actually involved in that pretty deep. And Captain Marvel, I think, was depicted as in charge of Sword at that time. It looks like they're setting up the next phase to involve a lot of the space stuff. Well, Eternals Eternals is going to be one. So they're really going to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I love the performances. I love what they did. Uh, Marissa Tomei was 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 hilarious. Peter Delightful. Tingle, <laughs> just want to use Peter Tingle. Please stop now. calling it that. <laughs> Is your Peter Tingle? You got your Peter Tingle, and it's just uh, man, it's just. I love that. Man. Just throws that banana at him. Yeah, he's just, well, I thought you're Peter Tingle. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, so you can dodge bullets, but you can't dodge which a is, banana. Which is funny because it, it it it's a funny bit, but it also shows how it works. Yeah, yeah. he's not in danger yeah because if hit by a banana it's not gonna kill him right so it doesn't go off well and also because may is you know family he yeah. she's not a threat mm-hmm. so anything that she did wouldn't really set it off no, i'm sure if she went oh, to shoot him it would evil may and the peter tingle doesn't work no, don't give me evil may i'm still trying to get used to young may come on no i want to see evil may and the peter <laughs> tingle. young may yeah it's just so well, great. young in the Spider-Man universe. No, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just like the young May, just the 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 this character discombobulating poor Andy. <laughs> I did so. like that when he's hanging off of the the Stark jet. He says, "When I get back, we have to have a serious talk about you and Aunt May, Abby." Yeah, <laughs> he just goes flying yeah, off. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. Like, oh. yeah. That was that was good. I also liked how they did. They did a, a a stinger. Um, I guess it was homecoming where she figures out who he is. Oh my god! And then they just ride with it. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't pick up with the her being. Oh, what do you mind? Blah, blah, blah. It's like they just ride with it, and she's supportive and helpful with it. You don't get the right. cliche. It's dangerous. I don't want you doing. It. It's sort of like she knows. It would have been nice. If they had actually had a scene where she's like, why the hell are you doing this? So he talks about Uncle Ben. That could have been phenomenal. But at the same time, the fact that they just went straight to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know the origin, so we're not telling the origin story. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So You know that Aunt May knows, so that's not important yeah. to the story so we're telling done. now. And they remind us that she knows right away. Right away. Mm-hmm. They, don't even, they don't even fucking play with it. I would, I, I love her packing the suit. That was great. He's just like, oh, (laughs) god damn it! As if it were an extra sweater. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That night monkey. Night Night monkey. monkey. (laughs) Any other thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I'm sure there's more. I I had more that I had. We like I say, there's one. There's one more contracted Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yes. Do we have any hint about what it might be? Because we've got Mysterio established. We've got... Close to home. Yeah. <laughs> we've got Mysterio established. We've got... <laughs> Homeschool. Vulture established. Sure. Do you think they could try and pull together a Sinister Six for no. the last... No. You don't think so? No, that's... I think it's a little... A little too much. Yeah. There's there's still four more to be accounted for. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man! Right, I, and the other ones that have been accounted for have been accounted for in in other movies. other other movies, other universes, other yeah, yeah. other Except versions of. Did had they ever? I know this is going to be awful for me to forget. Had, had did they ever do Scorpion? Not that I no. remember. Because uh, no. I remember from in an this, extra in an extra credit or a post scene credit. Oh, that's right. The dude. Yeah, be, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stinger, but but yeah, he never. He never actually, because from uh, Spider-Man 66, the Mysterio episodes and the Scorpion episodes were so cool. Because the, the, that freaking little dinky cartoon actually t- totally had me. I have hiccups, okay? Just okay, go. Okay, <laughs> okay, I was wondering what the hell was going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that little cartoon made Scorpion scary as shit. You so, you had a real impression that this is actually. So we have Scorpion established. It's probably and, 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 and do I recall? What it I, doesn't mean anything. It's a stinger in one of the. But doesn't he has he has the uh, centipede stuff from uh, the Chitari thing? Yeah. yeah. So um. So you could bring in Scorpion. Probably need to bring in somebody else besides Scorpion. You got to bring an octopus. You got to bring an octopus. You're right. Yeah. Octopus man. <laughs> Although, could you bring in like like somebody that's like like bringing Scorpion and Rhino for the next one? You're right, though. They need to bring an octopus for yeah. the third movie. You're right, Doc Ock, which is that one's going to be a tough act to follow because boy, oh boy, did uh, Spider Man Two is still everyone's favorite. What the fuck? I'm 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 vapor locked on his name. Molina. Molina. He he was so. What yeah. I mean, it was it was nicely written, but he he. Just did a great job. Yeah, you throw him at the idol. I throw you the whip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and 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 there's a scene where he's crawling with spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I just yeah, Parker, brilliant but lazy. They know. <laughs> wait, yeah. Sinister Six, Vulture, Scorpion, Rhino, Mysterio, Sandman, and Electra. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Okay. Do you already say Electro? No, no, no. They, they switch them that, out. They, yeah, they, they the original Sinister Six yeah. is it's it's his it's Living Laser. It's his uh, Rogues Gallery. Yeah, hmm. uh, that doesn't include the lizard because the lizard's always. <laughs> lizard is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains mm-hmm. because he's just he's always trying to defeat him without. Hurting him because he yeah. knows who he is. Yeah, he knows who he is, and he's trying. Did you to think help him. that worked for Amazing Spider-Man? Didn't watch it. Oh no, no, I haven't oh, seen any of those. The, I missed a whole <laughs> bunch of those Spider-Man movies in the middle because I was told they were terrible. And but, Andy doesn't watch movies. He's he's told they're terrible. I was told <laughs> they're, they're not, terrible by several people whose opinions I oh, respect. I don't think they're terrible, but they're certainly not the best of the group. No, um, especially that second one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I remember you had nothing really nice to say about the it's, second one. Yeah, the last one, the, the, the whole electro thing was just broken. And yeah. and and honestly, you were a lot nicer about it than a lot of the other reviews that I watched. Actually, electro, I think, was one of the sinister six. Sometimes. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, original. Could that character have been? Did he actually say his name was Electro? It's been forever since I've seen it. I think it was. Yeah, I think he did say it was Electro. Because I would say he's more living laser. As he was Electro. Okay. Well, anything else, gentlemen? Um, I think that um, 
Just it was know. a great movie. You it should is great go movie. see it. Uh, yeah, uh, if, if you're well, at this point, it's spoiled. You've seen it. If you listen yeah. to this, <laughs> that's true. Well, go, go see it again. Go see it again and um, look for the stuff we talked about. I I I went into it expecting to like it. I oh. liked it a lot more than I expected yeah. to, though. Yeah. That was that was the twist for me. On Not it. oh shit, it's Craven. We are oh, wrong. Right. We are wrong. Yes, it's uh-huh. Doctor Octopus, Electro, Craven, Mysterio, Sandman, and Vulture. But Craven's not, not part of it. always a villain, though, in the comic. Oh, mate, gotta, doesn't he? This, 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 no, he's, he's always a villain. We're talking about I the original. he occasionally helped Peter out, though. He has helped Peter out when it serves Craven his, the Hunter? Right, when it serves his when purpose. When it serves his purpose. Uh, I don't know. A proud but he wasn't, it wasn't like, like he was a villain villain. No, he's a villain villain. He's, 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 villain, he's, he's, he's basically right. uh, the most dangerous game as a, as a, as a, as a supervillain. Right. Yeah, who wears ballet slippers. That is weird. I, I, you know what? I, I could not hand. I saw the Ditko version of Craven long after I was, you know, had seen the Ramita version of it. And Craven works as a Ditko, but when you get the other artists doing Craven, that costume fails and fails hard. <laughs> it is just the uh, the ballet slipper and the fur boa and. Oh my God! Although now I kind of want to see Craven as sort of an as a sort of an over the top birdcage type character. <laughs> Nathan Lane as Craven. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I, I could see it. <laughs> Harvey Firestein, you are the greatest game. What's There's your <laughs> What's your palimony? Write to us comments at uglycatshow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. I really need to see Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is which one? The to- it's Toby the second Toby one. Wire with, one. Uh, with Doc Ock. Oh, the one that's everyone's yeah. have you, favorite. Have you not seen this? I've never seen it. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Molina's wonderful. A, yeah. yeah. He, he really is, is wonderful. I've heard nothing but. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Oh no! You got to see it. It it he he humanizes and makes him sympathetic to a ridiculous degree. It, it's much more interesting character in the movie than so, he is in any of the comics. So you know, I, I agree. And that you know what, the right writer, the comics character, especially like when he's doing the wooing of Aunt May and everything, which is always weird. It could could actually could act actually be kind of interesting, but boy oh boy, they it, oh yeah. It's the one, dude. It yeah. is the one. Yeah. I, I, I can't say it enough. Yeah, see, it's, it's so. the Empire Strikes Back of the Spider Verse. Could you know? Could very well be. Wow. Um, because it, yeah, it is that good. I mean, the whole pre Holland, Holland, Holland yeah, goes above the, everything. The whole nature of the arms and everything gets a little silly, but and even, um, uh, even Franco, even Franco, actually is, I kind of like him in this one. Yeah. So with his business, mm-hmm. so yeah, absolutely got to see it. Shame sure. on you. Mm. Same doesn't go for Amazing Spider-Man. You can stay with what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. I'm skipping yeah, those. I'm skipping want, those. I'm want. skipping Batman and Ro- is it Batman? What's the 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 one with Mister Freeze? I haven't seen that yet either. Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best, best not. You, you got to see it just for the. I've so, so many good no, Schwarzenegger liners. There's so much on. good stuff. I still have to catch up. Oh, but I don't come need to watch it you, if you want a good laugh. You yeah. sit there and you watch movies and you go through Facebook and you play phone games and. You, 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 uh, you could put these on while that's happening. I know movies yeah. with Mikey tried to make a good apology for it, but even that doesn't save. 
No, Batman and Robin. it really doesn't. Wow. Yeah. You just need to chill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>